Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. All good news out there. If you like to travel, we're starting to do that again. First around the country and pretty soon all around the world. And we got the perfect person to talk about that with us today. Her name is Esti Gabay, and she is the owner of Luxurious Travel out of California. And she's got a great new book that you're going to want to read. It's called Your Travel Bucket List, The Ultimate Guide to Enrich Your Life with Great Adventures and Unforgettable Memories. That title alone makes you want to uh, pack the bag and so forth. And, of course, she's been to Las Vegas many times. Now, first of all, I want to talk, Esti, about this. You obviously must love travel, right? Because you're, you're taking a different approach. This You are not a travel agent or anything like that you're you're going to travel in a much wider uh, scope well you know i think most travel agents look at travel in a wider scope now and that's why our, our literally our association our national association changed our name from travel agent to travel advisor so i am a travel advisor but you know i i'd like to go deep with my clients and find out you know not just you know where they want to go on one trip to, and just book it but find out about all their trips and their passions and how to make their trips dream trips. You started out this right out of college, right? I mean, that you, you've been mm-hmm. uh, enthralled with travel since you started working. Yes, yes, absolutely. I started for, I wanted to go on a spring break trip to Cancun. And this was, mm-hmm. I'm well past my college age now, <laughs> but uh, way back then, um, I didn't have the money for a spring break trip. So I planned one. I, I hosted and put together a group and got paid to go for free. So that was my first my first travel job. No, I get kind of frustrated with having to do all my travel on the computer. I mean, on the one hand, yeah, I've got access to all that stuff, and that's nice. But especially if you want yeah. to do something beyond just a, you know, the typical business trip where you fly in, spend three days at the office, and fly out. What you're doing is much more than that, and you can really offer people a lot more f- for their time and so forth. Sure. I mean, time is a big thing. The average person spends about 30 hours on the Internet looking at travel information before they plan a trip. So what's 30 hours, you know, to you? What's the, how valuable is that 30 hours of time? Another thing that a lot of people don't realize is that when they book through a travel agent, there's much bigger perks that you can get through a large travel agency than by yourself. Because when you're booking through a search engine online, you're you're the kind of the lowest rung of client, the search engine client, versus the large agency that has these contracts with these these vendors, the hotels, the airlines, everybody, the cruise ships. We just get better deals, and typically not just deals, really, but amenities, upgrades to your room or your cabin, things like that that you miss out on if you book direct. First of all, if we wanted to come, let's say we're somewhere on the East Coast, we'll just pick that for example, we want to go to Las Vegas because that's what we talk about yeah. here. How can you make it different than just uh, going on, taking a look at something and, uh, you know, go to Travelocity or Expedia? What would you do? 
Well, most importantly, I think the first thing for anybody should do when they're planning a trip is think about what they want out of that trip particularly. Is it, you know, is it just to gamble and see the site, which is great, you know, not a bad thing. Is it for rest and relaxation? Or is there some kind of adventure that they're looking to have, some, something, you know, different? Like there's a lot of really amazing experiences to be had off the strip in Las Vegas. So, for example, uh, one of the things I like to do when I travel is I love scenery. You know, I love seeing something really beautiful and scenic. And so for me, the most important thing I wanted to do is get in one of those helicopter tours and fly over the Grand Canyon. That was my day, you know. (laughs) Everyone else could stay in the casino or by the pool. That's what I wanted to do. Or And there's some beautiful hikes to be had if you love to hike. You know, there, there, if you if you're a foodie, you know that some of the best restaurants are there. So think about that first, and then plan your vacation around that. Yeah, that's a great point because I think a lot of people don't realize the natural wonders around this place. Uh, if you want to ski in the wintertime, we got that. If you want to go out to the desert, we have that, like mead and so forth. So mm-hmm. let's say somebody's coming to you, and okay, they're a well, husband and wife, and they're deciding. Mm-hmm. They want to go, and somebody's going to a conference, okay? So the other person's <laughs> got all that time in the day. Is that something where, really, they need you? Because uh, some, anybody can tell them the business place, and here's your hotel, <laughs> but there's so much more. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the, the conferences, you know, a lot of people travel like that, but you're right. There's so many things to do for day trips, and you have a lot of great companies in the area that will take you on those trips. So you don't just have to, like, rent a car and drive out to the desert. You know, these things are very well organized. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but another thing, you know, if, let's, say, let's say you're not going for, for that corporate trip, or maybe you are, and that's just, like, one or two days, but you want something different, right? And so if it's, if it's, uh, let's say a husband and wife and two small children, for instance, kid, kid age, you know, school age. What I would recommend is possibly maybe booking a night or two, let's say, at the Four Seasons, right? The Four Seasons Hotel nice. is a little bitty luxury hotel in the middle of all the big, big hotels, right? And you can stay there and be treated like, you know, you're in the Bahamas, right? And then it's attached to, you know, literally the whole water park of, um, I forget the other name. What's the name of that other hotel that's across from there? But uh, the, the Mandalay Bay there. is right. Yes, yeah, so, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mandalay Bay. It's attached to the Mandalay Bay. So all you have to do is kind of walk out the back gate, you know, and your kids have a water park, right? So you have right. the best of everything. You know, my family uh, has to go to every water park everywhere we go on vacation. And typically when now when they're at the water park, I'm at the spa. Well, these must be some of the things that you run into, because I remember I took my son out there, and he was uh, 17, 18 years old, and that was a really difficult experience for him, because there's a lot of stuff for little kids, and then, of course, a lot of stuff for adults. It was just that little group there, and, you know, and that makes me think, Esty, do you have people out here that are telling you the new things in town and what's going on and what people are talking about? How, how do you know what's going on, not only here, but in uh, vacation spots across the country? That's a good question. I get emails and invitation to webinars all day, every day, just tons and tons of them at, from being an agent and another or an advisor. And another thing that I do is I typically ask other advisors. So, uh, so I'm part of a large group of 
travel agencies, like a conglomerate, you know, and I can email or send a message to all of them and say, hey, what do you suggest for this type of family with this type of budget? And I'll get all kinds of great ideas of people that, you know, that even if I haven't done it, I'll find somebody else who has or has clients that have come back really happy. So I think that's kind of an extra perk. And it's, and it's so much better than going and looking on the websites that have reviews. You just don't know who the reviewers are. You don't know what their sense of quality is, you know? Yeah. Uh, they, they, don't, they may never have stayed at a four-star hotel, right? And then the first time they stay at a four-star hotel, they think it's the most fabulous thing in the world. But you're used to a five-star hotel, you're not going to like it, right? Uh, yeah. And pictures, you can't trust pictures because when are pictures taken? At the beginning, right? <laughs> when the hotels are first built with no people in them or, or at even if you want to do, say, in a house. Right, and you do something like an Airbnb. You can do that through a travel advisor, but those homes are better qualified through the agencies. So you know, you know, you're getting something of the quality that you expect. Well, you know, that's why SDI. I recommend what you do wholeheartedly, simply because you go beyond that. I mean, you're exactly right when you talk about. I've been to plenty of places where, wow, I sure look better in the picture, and you know, and and I think. It's that constant conversation, not only with those people, but I would imagine, especially with people that are regulars, y- you want to know what they think and what they saw so you can pass that information on as well. Yes. Yes. And I, of course, I travel a lot too. I go on these, they call them familiarization trips, where I go to a lot of these places. And I'm an avid traveler. So you can pretty much bet I've done all, like all, most, I have enough of my own experience keep any family busy <laughs> with, with trips, with ideal family trips, because I've done them all myself. What I a great job, huh? Myself, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I took it, right? Because I wanted to travel for free. That was true in 1989, and it's true now. Well, let's talk about this terrific book, because people can pick that up right away. And the name kind of grabs you, your travel bucket mm-hmm. list, because I think we all, at some point, you know, unless we just hate to travel, but that's very, very few of us, right? So we all have places. Some people want to go gamble. Other people want to sit on the beach, whatever. But we all have that kind of thing. And I think it's kind of fun to try to pull that information out. Now, how do you how do you get people to, to think differently so they can start really putting together a true list, not just what they saw on television or say? Exactly. That's exactly why I wrote the book, because people would always say to me, well, what are the top three places you like? And I'd say, why do you care what I like? <laughs> you know, or anybody else like, what's perfect for you? And, and another thing that's really important is mapping it out. Like having a long-term travel plan, the way you would have a plan for your money, for retirement. I mean, isn't your leisure time the most important thing really that you have in life? So plan it out. So I say, you know, if you think, let's say one day you might want to go on an African safari, right? But it just doesn't seem like that's a trip you can plan right now for whatever reason. Put it on your bucket list so that you know it's going to happen. And now you can look forward to it for years until it actually does happen, until your kid graduates high school or whatever it is you're waiting for. Another thing is think about the milestones in your life and your friends and the people that you travel with and your family. Pick those times for vacations. Like I've found that, you know, a birthday with a zero in it 
is a really great time to splurge on a trip, right? <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. And you'll, you'll, right? And you'll remember that trip forever because you'll be like, oh, that was my 50th birthday trip or that was my daughter's graduation trip or that was our second honeymoon. You know, things like that really kind of make, like I talk about keeping those memories forever. That's what, that's what solidifies it. I have a lot of questions Literally, I have a lot of information in my book as well, but I also have a lot of questions, reflection type questions for you to sit down with the people that you travel with, with at, you know, maybe at the dinner table and talk about like what really is it that you want out of your trips. And they don't all have to be the same. You know, sometimes you want that relaxing trip on the beach and you want to do nothing. And other times you may want to explore a hobby further and do that, and or you may want to go to a music festival, you know. So, when are those music festivals? Where are the best music festivals? Why not plan that trip into the calendar? So, if you've got, let's say, a ten-year plan, right, and you plan like six trips during that ten-year plan, it doesn't mean you have to go on any of them. It doesn't mean you have to put the money down. But now you've got you've mixed it up, you know, with the right kind of trips at the right kind of time in your life. And you know when the weather's good and you know when the festivals are and things like that. And now you can enjoy it. You can enjoy the bucket list, which is what people needed to do this whole year. We couldn't travel. We were relying on our screensavers for a year. You know, we canceled trips and we said to ourselves, okay, I I canceled that cruise, but I know I'm going to go on that cruise again in 2021. And, you know, you could still look forward to it. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, mm-hmm. age has to be a part of this, though, too, because if you're kind of looking out 20 years or so forth, if you're going to do something that involves a lot of exercise or that sort of thing, you probably want to do that earlier rather than later. And then again, maybe that's the perfect place for when you want to just sit somewhere or, you know, cruises can be great that way, too, where you can see a lot of things, but you don't have to constantly move, you know, your suitcases from place to place. And like I think of Europe, there's a different time in your life where it's going to be great to hop on a train. And then there's a time in your life where you go, no, no, I don't want to do that. I want to have basically everything handled for me. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, you may want to save up. You know, you may want to save a good $10,000 for a cruise. That takes time. But it's, but it's the anticipation of travel is just as important as the trip itself, sometimes even better, you know. Yeah. So take that time to put it down on paper and enjoy it. So what I do in the book is I talk about, like, different times in your life, like you're saying, and how travel is different at different stages in your life. And I give a couple of tips for each stage. And then, you know, I also talk about, we do, like I said, milestones. Like you said, what are those milestones to travel around? And, and what types of interests do you have? And, and then I also give a lot of lists, you know, because people love lists and, you know, they want to yeah. be told where to go. So, <laughs> so I don't just say where to go. I say, this is the activity and this is the best place to do it, you know. And that's the real, really the way that you should think about any trip is what it, what's the activity and what's the best place to do it. Because it may be like two towns over from the actual place that you saw on Instagram, you know? Well, now, <laughs> you, you're talking a lot about planning, and I think that is a great way, particularly when you're, you know, you're talking about tens of thousands of dollars, you really want to do it right. But what about for somebody that, you know, there's always those great trips for once in a while where you go out like, you know what, this week I want to go someplace across the country or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you have suggestions for people when they're, you know, kind of like last second thing? Because your your options are limited that way too, but you know a place where you know you can go and have a pretty good time. Yeah, you know, uh, I just came back 
from uh, uh, this weekend from Puerto Vallarta in Mexico. And I love suggesting Mexico to people for various reasons because it's it's been very safe to travel there throughout COVID. People have been going, and uh, you know you know when I left, they they tested us um, in the hotel lobby, like in the you know in the in like a side area where they usually have like weddings and things like the ballroom. They tested us for COVID, and I asked her, I said, "How many tests did you do a day?" And she said, oh, "Over a hundred. And wow. I said, how many have come out positive? And she said, I haven't seen a positive test in two months. That's great. And I was like, why didn't someone tell me that when I checked in? <laughs> you know, like, that's some good information. So, you know, they're still wearing their masks in public. And, you know, and everyone is still, everything is sanitary. I'm still happy to see that buffets are still a thing. They're just not as grab and go. As they yeah, used to be. yeah. Of course, it's controlled. <laughs> but they're still there. You know, and you can have that all-inclusive resort at every single price range and do every single kind of activities, and you can do it in a weekend. Well, we know Mexico is a great place, like you say, and, Mm -hmm. of course, you can go anywhere within the country. There's a lot of places you can't go, unfortunately. Are there some places we should look for? Because, you know, Europe, for the time being, anyway, is still not ready to... To explore. Actually, Europe has been. Oh, Europe has opened up. You know, as of oh, really? like, in the next two weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they're not missing another tourist season. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. Yeah, that's good to know. I saw this map. Yeah. It was horrible. As you, you looked at it, and there were places. You know, they were blacked out on this world map. And it was like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one of the first places that opened up is Greece, and if you picture it, you know, if you're in a big resort in your own villa on a little island and you have a little beach there, like what are the chances, right? It's yeah. a little different than, than being in the middle of, of, you know, one of the big cities, like if you're going to spend your whole time in Athens, for instance, you know? Right. So, you know, maybe just to feel secure, maybe you want to do some of those those trips that are where you have more space around you, you know, I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Greece, Croatia, France is opening up as well. Uh, you know, the thing about this summer, everyone's still a little scared. There may be some backlash. You know, we may get, they'll open up the borders, but so many people are getting vaccinated or have had it and, and you know, have right. immunity. That, that whole herd immunity thing is happening. So people are traveling to Europe this summer. You just need to have a good plan. You need to know that you can be flexible, that you have insurance, you know, travel insurance, uh, you know, that you have a, re- a refundable trip. Just in case. Well, you know, the just in case thing, it's like when you were in Mexico, Mm -hmm. what if somebody, the test comes up bad? You know, and and again, it's it's great news to see that they haven't seen anything for a long time. But what do they do? I mean, what's, obviously aren't going to be stuck there for life, but what what, what do you do? (laughs) You know, hotels, they were very sneaky. They did this thing where when you check in and only when you check in, you can get insurance on your room. It's $29 per person per night, and they'll give you 50% off the room if you get quarantined in it. <laughs> well, you know what? You know, if you're one of those people that worry a lot or something or just like, hey, I yeah. don't want this room, that does kind of, uh, you know, put your mind at ease to a, a bit. But, you know, everyone everyone needs to do what, what feels comfortable for them. And another thing I say to people, you're talking about those short trips, like decide how long you feel comfortable, at least right now when you're planning a trip right now, how long you feel comfortable wearing a mask. You know, like, so if you're taking transportation, like how far a flight are you willing to take? Because you're going to still need to wear your mask on a flight. So, you know, you may not want to go too far. You know, you may not want to go across country because maybe five or six hours on a plane seems like too much to you. 
you know, so you may want to do something a little bit more locally. Uh, you know, Las Vegas is, I think, the most famous place in the U.S. for the last minute weekend away. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> That's true. What about cruises? How long is it going to be? I always I really when this first started, I just felt there's got to be a difficult they're profession. The <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're having the hardest time. But, you know, I cannot I could barely get the, the cabins I want for my clients right now on cruises that are happening uh, wow. this year and next year. Uh, cr- cruising is um, well, I always recommended the smaller ships. Because I just like that. You know, I mm-hmm. like a ship that's three to 700 people, maybe. And so, so that's a pretty safe bet, you know. But also, p- people are diehard cruisers. Once you get into cruising, like, you like it. It's, it's, a, it's a simple way to travel, and it's just, just constant fun, and everything's taken care of for you. You never have to unpack and pack your bag again. So all those cruisers, you know, that diehard cruisers that have been going every year, they're pent up. They're backed up. (laughs) Those were like the first guys to book it. You know, they got credits last year and everything. The cruise industry did a great thing. They were giving 125% credit to to get a rather than a refund. Mm, So if you were smart, you took the credit (laughs) and you're going this year. So like I said, a lot of people are, are booking up the cruises. Don't wait. Cruises typically book up a year or two in advance anyway. I have a question about cruises, Esty, and and this is in good times. It's got nothing to do with that, but the thing I like about it is regardless of of how high level you want to go, you know what your price is going to be, whether you're in the the best suite or just a simple room. So that part's good. But the one thing that's Mm -hmm. kind of a shock for people is some of these things that go on, these attractions outside, these excursions, can really get costly. What do you recommend for people to kind of get some control of that and make sure that they get to see uh, what they want to see, not necessarily what the, the cruise has in mind for them? Good question. So a lot of the cruise companies are now being really all-inclusive, not just with the food, but with the excursions as well. And they offer a variety of excursions between, you know, the, the you know mild and the very, very active. Also, there's different types of cruises you can take. I mean, people just normally think of that big, you know, ocean liner type cruise ship, but there's you know, expedition cruises, which are all about small groups and you're out on the land, you're on the kayaks, you know, you're, you're hiking, you're doing like adventurous things. Um, and those adventures are also always included in those types of trips or like a river cruise. River cruise is fantastic. If you're, if you're not like quote unquote a cruiser, a river cruise is the perfect first dip. Yeah. <laughs> in. You know, because like you said, it's all inclusive. They usually have the, the excursions and they, you know, sometimes they have bikes available to um, to borrow right on, on the ship to go out. So like in like when I like to river cruise in Europe, what I typically do is do like that first morning um, where that you get on the bus and they kind of tour you around the whole city. And that's like an hour, an hour and a half. And then you come back and then you go where you want. You know, you go. You yeah. know, you saw some stuff on the bus, and you're like, "Yeah, you know, I want to go back and see that up close." So that's my recommendation for that. And that's, you know, that's a good way to get from like Amsterdam um, down the River Rhine to Switzerland. You know, it's one of the best direct routes. That's why you know rivers were used for transportation for many years. Yeah, uh, there's lots to see. Now, there's a lot to see in Vegas. We're going to get back here as we <laughs> kind of wrap this up. I want to talk about people coming out. What happens if you go, and I, I guess the same would happen in any um, popular location, but you come out here, 
is there something people should do that if they get there, that suddenly if they want to try something different or if they don't like what they thought they were going to like? Because if you come mm-hmm. to Vegas and you want to go clubbing, see, that was your thing. But then you go there and you go, wow, this really, this is just too expensive and I don't care for this kind of thing. How do they shift on the, uh, on the dime, you know, so that way they can still enjoy whatever time they are, uh, have left there? That's an interesting question. So, okay, let me think about that. Well, if you have a travel advisor, you mm-hmm. call your travel advisor. That they're your they're your person on the ground, you know, back at home that can. Oh, so we can pick up the phone and call you? you. Oh yeah, I mean, how many times people call me in the middle of Europe when they miss their flight, <laughs> and I have, I have to work out their flight for them and help them. It's great. Um, but wow, sometimes you just great. don't like your hotel room. Let's say, let's say you go and you're like, oh my god. It's, this hotel room is so noisy or whatever. Well, I have more pull than you do at a a hotel because I can call the hotel manager and I have the power of not just me, my luxurious travel agency, but pro travel, the host agency, which is huge. It's a customer, you know, they're basically a customer of the hotel and virtuoso, which is kind of, how do I explain it? It's like a, a marketing arm for all the hotels, and they uh, they pay a membership to Virtuoso, right? Mm-hmm. And that's one that's one of the ways we get all those benefits, like I talked about, like the the free room upgrade and the breakfast and the hotel credit. So when I call, they don't want to upset. They don't want to get a bad customer service, you know, thing with Virtuoso or Pro Travel. They right. want to keep our clients happy because we're a big big promoter of the hotels. So I have a little bit more pull than you. You know, you can't VIP yourself. You usually need someone else to do that for you. So that's another, like, little trick about using a travel advisor. You see, I think this is great. And I think people, again, because we've kind of switched, oh, you can do everything on the computer. Well, that, that's <laughs> that's okay if you just, you know, you, if you kind of know what you're going to do, I guess. But I just think what you offer is so unique and, and really you talk about wanting insurance. The idea that I could pick up the phone and, hey, you know what? This room didn't work. Or they promised me a view of the, uh, of the strip yeah. itself, and all of a sudden I'm looking at the back. It, it, it just would be great to have somebody. I mean, it just makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. Maybe you're not the type to go and complain to the front desk, and it might not do anything. If you booked it on an online booking system, you're, I'm, t- I'm telling you, you're going to get the worst room in that category. That's just how those things work. And you're going to have a hard time getting your money back and all that kind of stuff. But when you book, book through, you know, one of the top, you know, travel vendors, which is most of these travel, which is my travel agencies and others, you just have more power. And, you know, the other part is a lot of people here, like in Vegas, like, oh, you know, slip a guy at 20. And now I've heard it's going <laughs> up to like 50 and they'll move you into the best room in the place. Yeah, I'm going to go to you and say, what's the best you can do for me? Then this is what I can afford, because Maybe yeah. it'll work, maybe it won't, but uh, I, I, if I'm going to make making a trip that I've been planning for for years, I want to make sure yeah. that, that you know I get the best experience well, possible. Yeah, I have it in my room rate. You know, when you when you book a hotel, you have like you know you have your AAA rate or your your ARP rate or your military yeah. rate. Well, I have my virtuoso rate or a preferred partner rate with my agency, and those rates automatically include, for the most part, a room upgrade. And those other things that I mentioned, free Wi-Fi, early check-in, late check-out, all that kind of stuff is included. And usually it's included in the way they say, well, uh, uh, depending on availability on arrival, right? Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes it, I don't have, I just call ahead. Any, I always call ahead, but I call ahead and I say, you know, to the manager, this, these clients of mine, they're really special. And this is like a big bucket list trip for them. What could we do? 
to make this trip special. <laughs> and I get that room upgrade ahead of time. I get it promised ahead of time, which is huge. It's, it's you know, it's, you could save thousands of dollars just by booking it under a travel agent's contract that way and by having a savvy agent that will schmooze for you. I like the idea of having an advocate. I think a lot of our listeners do, too. So let's tell them, how do they get a hold of you if they want to make a trip, not only to Vegas, but really anywhere in the world? Yeah, thank you. Uh, So we talked about the beginning, luxurious travel. So it's like stylist. So let's say L-U-X-U-R-I-S-T travel is the name of my website. And also the book, Your Travel Bucket List by S.D. Gabay. You'll see it because it has a big, bright picture of Bora Bora on the cover. You can get that almost anywhere, but certainly through Amazon or through my website. If you want a signed copy, come to my website. If you want a really good travel magazine as well, Virtuoso, the company I mentioned, puts out a beautiful travel magazine. And that's something that you can get too if you come onto my website and subscribe. So those, those are the best ways to reach me. We're going to do that. Thanks, Esty. I really enjoyed chatting with you today and look forward to all the people you send out to Vegas. Oh, yes, me too. And I look forward to coming really soon. What if every dollar you invested into your training program turned into $30 of revenue? What if your learning program was so engaging that your employees looked forward to annual trainings? And what if you could monitor the success and effectiveness of your curriculum with quantifiable metrics? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. E-learning has made each of these scenarios possible, utilizing tools such as virtual and augmented reality, simulations, and online instructor-led training provides a safe environment for employees to learn at their own pace. Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Here at Epsilon XR, we have 50 years of experience in creating powerful and effective training programs. We combine proven training methods with cutting-edge technology to create immersive training experiences. Are you ready to take your training program to the next level? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Training.epsilonxr.com. Have your collectibles taken over your house? Well, maybe it's time for those treasures to find a new home. And I've got just the place to help you do that. The place to go is Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, where they are always buying. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads has over 35 years of experience buying collections of sports cards, memorabilia, bobbleheads, toys, action figures, comic books, Hot Wheels, Star Wars, movie posters, and more. If you've collected it, there's a good chance they'll buy it. No collections are too large or too small. Call Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads at 310-534-4180 or text them pictures of your collection. That number again is 310-534-4180. That's 310-534-4180. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, 310-534-4180. Okay, Sean, we need to talk about our training budget. We're spending almost $1,500 per employee each year. What's the plan? Well, ma'am, 42% of companies are saying that e-learning has led to an increase in revenue. What does that do about the travel expense? E-learning allows employees to learn wherever they are. Then we need to consider the time away from production. I heard that e-learning takes up to 60% less employee time than traditional classroom training. 
Perfect. Let's find a curriculum company, a development company, a learning management software company. Actually, Epsilon XR specializes in end-to-end learning solutions with tools such as instructor-led training, online classrooms, simulations, virtual and augmented reality, and curriculum development. Get Epsilon XR on the phone. Epsilon XR creates immersive learning environments that engage with your learner, resulting in improved information retention, which leads to better performance and ultimately an increase in revenue. Learn more at elearning.epsilonxr.com.